Jaws D. Yo, yo, what's up? What's good, homie? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. And you? How you holding up? Yo, man, it's uh, it's getting wild out in these streets. It's more <laughs> work has just gotten hectic. Oh, okay. Okay. Like decisions are being made that are so quick, and you know when things change really fast mm -hmm. that you're just like, oh, okay, I guess we'll <laughs> just adjust to this new path. Okay. We good. <laughs> it's not it, it's not a bad thing it's just it's really fast sometimes like right I, you know Gotta and then pivot. It, yeah yeah that's that i feel it thank you that's the perfect word it's the pivot. And, and and something happened so fast at work that the pivot felt like alan iverson crossed over on me on a basketball yeah. court and i twisted my ankle that's oh how fast no mm. not 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 like like it's not affecting my work overall i you know right. my day-to-day -day stays the same but it's just when changes like that happen sometimes you're kind of just like oh snap okay mm -hmm. and then you just have to you know adjust to it and you're fine but it's more just the unfortunateness because you're always like i ah, i wish it didn't have to change this way or i wish i didn't you know it didn't need, need to be adjusted so quickly or what you can adjust to it as opposed to like you just having like oh, okay fine i gotta roll over here you know yeah yeah and, and you know that's that's all it is so mm -hmm. Uh, and and you, you know you know how humans are human nature we don't like change so no. as much as the ch as much as the change once again almost absolutely does not affect me my day to day right. stays exactly the same right it's more the things that i was hoping to see from the the things that were in place that mm -hmm. are now changing that i'm like oh that's okay hopefully we see the changes still happen in a positive way but you know yeah now right mm -hmm. happy black history month my good man Happy Black History Month. Also, happy Lunar New Year. Oh, yeah. Happy, yes. And uh, I was and... going to say happy Groundhog's Day also. Oh, yeah, it's true. That was today. Yeah, man. It's like a wild trifecta of stuff going on. Black <laughs> History Month for, for those of you. Uh, and, and, and I think, you know, one of the things I'm really excited about is seeing all the people celebrate and also look to it as an opportunity to not celebrate just history. But a lot of people are starting to call it Black Futures Month, um, mm. Black Present Month. Because there's a lot of things happening in the black community that are current goals and mm -hmm. and current changes that we can be proud of and happy with, and I think that's really cool. I like that. You know, yeah. uh, you and I both went to Marcus Garvey Day Camp, right? Um, I didn't go to the I didn't go to the kids day camp. I went to like the uh, leadership. So that was okay. like the 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 teenagers and up. Basically. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But I, I just, mean, I mean, for me, like black history was just all day, every day. Right. <laughs> That's the other thing. You're just learning about what's going on in your your uh, your parents country. So like my family's from the Caribbean and right. you're just learning about that. And, you know, everyone's <laughs> one thing I learned more recently is that whenever um, my family or just anybody in general, like when people are asked, oh, well, what's Trinidad and Tobago about? And then it's like, all right. Here we go. Here's here's your geography lesson. Here's your history lesson. Here's your like like you your humanities wanna, lesson. Bah, 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 bah. You almost want to like plug in a matrix style cable into the back of your heads and be like, here's the upload. And just <laughs> send everything to them at one one shot. Yeah, um, and you get, and you just gotta hold court a little bit. So that's always the fun part uh, about it. You know, just watching my cousins talk, and everyone's like, oh, "This is Wendell's cousins." Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. connection. I'm like, yeah, they are. That's great. I love them. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, I mean, that's, you know, black. And then uh, Groundhog's Day, the usual, which, you know, some people have been joking that every day in the pandemic has felt like Groundhog's Day. 
Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So there's that. Uh, I, I mean, I'm. I, I remember when we when we did one of the first, the first episode in, I think, April, that okay. we did the first year in 2020. We titled it March 32nd <laughs> because it was just the fact that March had just kept going and going, right, and, and was never ending. And uh, but I, I I can say that I don't feel that same way anymore with the pandemic. It's more just the boringness of it all as opposed to the repetitiveness. Yeah. And, you know, I think there's a lot of people. If you guys have been paying attention, this episode is happening at the time of the Freedom Convoy, quote unquote. Uh, so there's a lot of people in Ottawa right now who are, quote unquote, fighting for our freedoms as Canadians. Mm-hmm to be able to i don't know what uh, i think one of the things that i find funny about the freedom convoy is they are at parliament the original point was for the truckers to go to parliament to say they were unhappy about the mandatory vaccination mandates mm-hmm. that they as canadians were going to face from the americans which is yeah. the part that, and then so i was just like i just remember thinking like so a group of Canadians are tr- driving trucks across the country to go to Ottawa to be upset about mandates that Ottawa isn't putting on them. Mm-hmm. So I just and then the mandates are done at the provincial level. Right. And then the Truckers Association is saying that they're not a part of this. Yeah, yeah that's my favorite part. Um, um, Mike Million. I think mm-hmm. is his name. That's the dude who just keeps saying like, hey, we're the Truckers Association. Uh, you know, we don't condone it. Yeah. Seventy five percent of us are vaccinated. We don't really understand what these guys are talking about, but we respect their right to show their support for this. Uh, but and then what my favorite part was just like they really need to separate themselves from the white supremacists who are amid- among their midst. And that was my favorite part. Can, of the I, can I just say like. For the last five to ten years, it's amazing how the work like Nazis yeah. managed to like do this nice PR spin Yo. to white supremacists and then to alt right. Yeah. And then if I was like, if I was a conservative that was right wing, I'd be like, no, get that out of here. Yeah, <laughs> how are you gonna just tack on to me? That is pretty messed. Yeah, dude. It, it's that's one of the things that I think you know because I remember. <laughs> I remember it was so skinny posted uh, a thing about the freedom convoy and mm-hmm. you know, people are, 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 were commenting like, don't get distracted or, you know, ignore this. And, and I just remember thinking like, I don't understand what you mean by ignore Nazis standing outside parliament waving flags. Yeah. Like I, I don't outside of the unnamed soldiers. Yeah. Memorial. Yeah. Like being told to ignore it. The destruction. I had a friend tell me this, and my friend, I love the way my friend put it. My friend told me, imagine you are John Cusack with a boombox over your head in a trench coat (laughs) trying to get a girl's attention. Mm -hmm. And the girl comes to the window. And as you're talking to her, someone shows up in a also in a trench coat and flashes her and starts urinating while you're trying to talk to her and then you as john cusack says to her ignore him it's a distraction just focus on what i'm saying and i that's I, pretty accurate yeah. to that movie though yeah. if you ever seen that movie is it it's not say anything is it 
I don't remember exactly what movie it is. I just know it's been recreated so many times. Yeah, but, but that guy was very, very selfish. It's very um what was the other movie that he did? Um High Fidelity. Yes, yeah, yeah. It was like this guy's not a good person. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's just the idea that someone's trying to tell you ignore something when something wildly insane has happened next yeah. to you. And like, uh, you know, it's funny, the people who are there for the reason of wanting more freedom because the pandemic has gotten them to a point of saying they're tired of it. I actually Mm -hmm. understand. And Mm -hmm. I don't think those people are wrong. But I think the fact that there were Nazis there and people waving Confederate flags and people holding up Trump flags and like breaking into a homeless shelter. and forcing them to give them the food and oh my god uh this lgbtq couple who found feces on their front steps and their window broken mm-hmm. because they have a pride flag in the window and, and it's just like a bunch of stuff like that that you're just like Yeesh, yo guys this mm-hmm. is, your your freedom convoy it's is- a lot of like loser flags yeah yeah there's a yeah. lot of flags <laughs> of people that lost stuff <laughs> Yeah. And people just keep bringing them out. Nazi I flag, matter of fact, y'all lost a lot. Yeah, a bunch of I losers who hold I on to a... I don't get it. Yeah, it's weird to wave the flag of a losing team constantly and be like, yeah, like like crushed, Like crushed soundly. Like, yeah. hey, uh, we're bringing you be- before the nation of... of uh, was it? The nation of... Uh, the League of Nations or yeah, the UN or NATO. Like, hey, you yeah. got to pay these people. Yeah. And make sure their their family and their family's family and their family's family is taken care of. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. It's it's fascinating to me that these people just keep coming as big old losers, big <laughs> ugly losers who are just like, we're still the best at losing constantly, <laughs> and no one actually likes us. Weird to me, but so be it. So is the world we live in. All mm. that to say, you know, it's uh, it, it's been kind of a crazy couple of days. Also, uh, did you hear about what happened with Whoopi? Oh yeah. Did you hear the clip? No, I didn't get a chance to look at the clip. Okay, I'm gonna play the exact clip of what she said to see if I'm wrong in because I I'm trying to understand something. So I'm going to, I hopefully this plays the clip. Let me know if you can hear it. If you can't hear it, actually, no, I realize you might not be able to hear it. So I'm going to share my screen uh, for anyone who's uh, listening to this later. Don't worry. You're not missing anything. I'm just sharing my screen so that I can play the clip. Um, but yeah, so Whoopi made comments on. It was on the, about the Holocaust. About the Holocaust on the view. Right. Mm-hmm. So let's, let's, let's add that to the screen. All right, so let's see if I get this because I have it at the I had it synced up to the right point. So tell me if you can hear it properly to do this. Then let's be truthful about it, because the Holocaust isn't about race. No, no, it's not about race, but it's it's not about race. It's not about race because it's about man's inhumanity to man. That's what it's about. But it's about white supremacy. It's well, about but it's not, it's not about and, and race. It's it's the, but these are two Roma. white groups of people. Well, How do we have to black people? But, them as white and they but you're missing the point. You're yeah. missing the point. Yeah. The minute you turn it into race, it goes down this alley. Let's talk about it for what it is. It's how people treat each other. 
It's a problem. It doesn't matter if you're black or white, because black, white, Jews, uh, it's everybody eats each other. So is it, if you're uncomfortable, if you hear about mouse, should you be worried? Should, should your child say? So that was the clip. Mm. That was the clip. That is the entire clip. Like the, the, the first part, she says it earlier, it's not about race. No one uh, says anything at the beginning, beginning. Mm -hmm. Then they have a long conversation about the pulling of To Kill a Mockingbird and Mouse from these two different schools. And right. then that's the part that I just played is the exact part where she got in trouble. I didn't even know they had Mouse in schools. Yeah. I, I'm yeah. surprised. <laughs> well, it's funny enough. So that was part of the conversation that Mouse is in schools and that the school that pulled Mouse said they're pulling it because of the violence and the nudity. And then the conversation starts up about that's why you're pulling it, not because mm. it has the story. That sounds sus. Right. Exactly. So that's us. Uh, exactly. That's exactly <laughs> the thing that they were saying. They were just like, the, this sounds like, a, uh, I think Joy Behar says a canard, like, you know, it's kind of a, a red herring. Red herring. Yeah. Yeah. You're misdirecting us with this whole idea that there's nudity in this book. So the nudity of animals. Yeah. It, I, I, it must be something <laughs> that's drawn in the book that was so offensive that, you know, this book has been reading for education for the Holocaust. It's been. Yeah. I remember mouse being used as this kind of like subtle way to try mm -hmm. and teach the Holocaust to people. Uh, and in most cases to young adults, because it was easier to yeah. teach it to them through the idea of like mice than it would be to just write a straight up comic book and show mm -hmm. humans being killed. Right. Yeah. It's a, uh, yeah, it's, 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 a, it's a, a topic and a time that's really hard for people to right. relive and talk about it. Cause of you just, course don't like jesus you know right and on top of that i think one of the reasons and i i mean not to associate it to disney but i think one of the reasons that they use the mouse is because the mouse mickey mouse and the house of mouse is one mm. of the most iconic mm. images and has one of the most global recognition so if you have mice being the icon for kids for joy using mouse to be like this kind of spoonful of sugar to deliver this message to young people Hey, you grew up watching Mickey Mouse, but here's another story called Mouse. And it's right. not affiliating, but just the idea that in your head, cute mice are something that kids can handle. So yeah. let's try giving them the story this way. Um, and, I, and I, you know, I understand what Whoopi was trying to say. In yeah, the, same here. Uh, I, and funny enough, the other people on the, her panel, one of them also said no. I do understand at the same time that the Nazis considered the Jews a completely subhuman race. Mm -hmm. Like I get that that's what they saw them as. Uh, and I think, and I don't think Whoopi was trying to say the Nazis didn't see them that way. Mm -hmm. I think she was just trying to say overall though, when it comes to race and what we understand as race mm -hmm. originally, where it's like skin and not necessarily what it's been referred to now as a shared culture. Mm -hmm. she was referring to the old school meaning of it and was trying to make a point, which yeah. again, uh, I've seen people get suspended for stuff on TV shows that are a lot wilder, you know, mm -hmm. and, and people comparing this to what Roseanne did where she did like a photo shoot of putting like Jewish, like cookies. Oh, she dressed, she dressed up gingerbread cookies like in, um, Oh my goodness. Holocaust yeah, thing. Was, and she was putting yeah. them in the oven and stuff. Yeah. But I think, but I know within the context of how, what she did, I think it was like, 
I think it was for a Jewish magazine or something like that. And it, like sure. the people that did it, like they understood it. They got what she was trying to get at with it kind of thing. Yeah, I, and I understand that. It's just that unfortunately not everyone's going to get that message and people no. are going to get upset about They're it. They're just going to see the image and. Yeah. Like out of context, the image itself is really bad. Mm. And I feel like, like when people say Whoopi made derogatory comments about the Holocaust out of context, again, that's really bad. But then you actually hear what she said and you're just like, I mean, mm -hmm. I, I, I see that it's not. And you know what the other thing was that I was thinking? Let's say you don't agree with what she said and you mm -hmm. think she's wrong. Is this not one of those moments where someone is wrong and you should give them the opportunity to be educated on the subject as mm -hmm. opposed to everyone trying to burn her to the ground? And, <laughs> and no, that's that's um you know the state of the world at the moment that nope we don't yeah. give you a second chance no we don't give you a, a chance to kind of understand and learn and talk with the people that survived or yeah even go to yeah. the museum that's there you know and you know what's crazy i was just watching a clip from the view from a couple days ago where oh where they had this one of the last remaining survivors of the holocaust and her grandson or great grandson possibly mm. and they've and he made her tiktok famous and he wrote a book with his grandmother i think it's his grandmother and uh if it's his grandmother they, he'd be our age roughly no he's like 18 so yeah it's probably his it'd great grandmother, great, right great grandmother yeah yeah so he's 18 he made his he's gen z he made his grandmother TikTok we old famous. man <laughs> <laughs> yeah. just to yeah. let you know and it's not that far removed yeah it's yeah. not that far removed. Yeah, but it was crazy. They they mm -hmm. just had that clip on. Whoopi was just celebrating, uh, th like the story. It was International Holocaust Remembrance yeah. Day of some sort. Mm -hmm. They did the mm -hmm. whole clip. They were interviewing him. They spoke to him. She was honoring him and so proud. And the grandmother and they had this wonderful conversation. And then to think that people think her mentality is so negative, or that she was out uh, actively trying to uh disrespect the holocaust maybe a week later it's like yeah that seems weird to me uh, again this a lot of stuff is very quick and a lot of things get taken out of context so it's very unfortunate but that's... walking on eggshells you know whenever comedians make those jokes about like you can't make any jokes anymore i'm always just like Ugh, these old fogies don't know how to handle themselves in the industry anymore but then you hear something like this where Whoopi gets canceled for making uh uh unedu like I, mm -hmm. uh, for their understanding, an uneducated statement, mm -hmm. and they suspend her from the show. Yeah, like. Well, I remember when um, I think it was Chris Rock and um, Jerry Seinfeld said they were they weren't going to do college shows anymore because of how everyone handles jokes nowadays. And you know, I think I remember some people were getting mad at them, like, oh, blah blah blah, and. I'm like, well, they're not being hurt. They don't have to do college shows. They're right. they're they could do stadiums. They could like you yeah, could sell yeah, out yeah. places. Like I don't think college shows. I mean, I know for a lot of comedians, college shows usually it's like that's quick bucks. There's like yeah. a clip of um, what's and his it name? pays Pete, them. For, it covers them for a year too. There's like a there's a clip of Pete Davidson going to a store with Complex and buying a bunch of different shoes, yeah. and you know the bill comes and it's like a hundred. 100k right How? And, yeah and he was like hold on i gotta 
call my agent to book a, a couple of college shows. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it wasn't even complex going to buy those. Like they were going to flip the bill on him. They're just yeah. like, no, well, the, these are what you selected. And he's like, well, let me just book a couple college shows and get this sorted. <laughs> but it's true. I, I think it was Roy, jo- J- Roy Jones Jr. who was talking about the fact that uh, he used to do those college, that, that like college circuit. And mm-hmm. like you just do it for like a certain amount of time and that covered you for a year yeah like a year worth of bills so that you were okay to keep like writing and being a comedian at night and Ray i Jones I just, Jr. is that's the boxer no uh is that who i'm thinking of that's the boxer. Roy, oh roy woods jr okay apologies. thank you thank i was you. like yes <laughs> Yes, yes, yes. Roy Wood Jr. Apologies. Mm. Yes, thank you. Thank you for correcting no me. No problem. Yeah, but he was talking about, you know, I, I think he was on um, uh, Whiskey Ginger with Andrew Santino. I, now okay. I actually remember the episode. Mm. And yeah, they were talking about, you know, doing the college circuit and stuff like that. And it's just like the idea that doing these tours led them to be able to continue writing and not have to worry about money as much because yeah. they were able to, like, make this huge sum of money one shot for the whole tour and right. then continue. And, you know, I, I also envy that mentality. Like, imagine you got to do your job. You got to, like, imagine your job was just like, okay, for four months out of the year, you have to work every day, 12 hours a day, hell, 18 hours a day mm-hmm. for four months straight. But then you don't have to work for eight months of the year, yeah. technically. Because, again, they're still doing late night stand-up and they're still working on their craft. So yeah. they're still working. But in, in the sense that you're not working for the money and you can take your time mm-hmm. and really enjoy your craft. But you always want to make sure that you know you're good enough to do those shows. You don't want to be crummy and people don't really care to see you and stuff like that. So like I mean, I've I've heard comedians talk about like, oh, I did a college show, but there's no one there. You know, it's oh, pretty yeah. you know, it's pretty brutal and you, and you got or it's set up in a cafeteria on an off hour. It's not even yeah. lunchtime. Yeah, and people are eating like <laughs> that's I, I think my favorite story for what comedians is when they start talking about doing corporate events mm. and being on stage while people are eating <laughs> and and how much they love the money but hate doing those shows right it's like so and and some comedians have been saying that for years and then still have stories of being hired after that yeah and i feel like the people hiring you have probably not been paying attention to what no. you've been saying about no, how much. I, I don't think they're listening to podcasts. I don't think yeah. they're watching late night. They're just like, well, yeah. this is the new hot up and comer, or this is a guy that's been around for a while, or this guy's in our, our list of who we can hire, yeah. you know, and they, yeah. they hit our, our, um, our budget. Oh, that, yes. <laughs> they hit our budget that's that we're allowed to more, spend for it. You're right. That's probably even more important that they hit the budget, not just the demographic. Mm-hmm. It's sad sometimes when you think about how. I mean, work is work. (laughs) Yeah, but it's more just—it's more just the thought of like uh, uh, me as someone who's booking this person Mm -hmm. isn't paying attention to what this person does. I'm booking them, and then when they come in and they start doing the comedy, and you hear the stories of like you know the crowd didn't get it or the crowd wasn't into my vibe. They just knew I was popular, Mm -hmm. (laughs) and they're just like, "Hey, this guy's famous. Bring him on!" And you know you. (laughs) Everyone around the office loves him, and then he starts doing his his whole bit, and they're like, "Ooh, this yeah. is this I, is way more blue than the Christian organization of South Dakota." <laughs> well, I remember, I remember when Louis had his show, and there was an oh, episode yeah. where he was talking to um, Seinfeld, and Seinfeld, I'm going to go to the Hamptons to do this uh, this um, charity gig. Do you want to come with? And he's like, "Oh yeah, sure, I'll come." Yeah. And so Louis just a fish out of water gets to the place he's, he's not in a suit at all 
he's just in a blazer and he's in his jeans and it's the Hamptons. It's like fancy. And then he goes out there and he finds out that I think the charity is for cancer and he looks oh, through his notes yeah. and the only jokes he has is about cancer. Oh no, what? <laughs> Why would that be the only and then, and then he bombs horribly and does the handoff to Jerry and Jerry's oh. like, thanks. And he <laughs> goes on and Jerry kills it. But I think Louis realizes, no, Jerry wanted somebody that's less like crappier than him to yeah. stink up the whole room. And then he comes in and saves the day. And <laughs> Oh, he did it on purpose. I think it was like a purpose. You know, Louis, Louis, um, Louis really messed up as a comedian and he did horrible things. Mm. But I that you can't take away from the fact that his comedy show was good. It was very good. It was a very well written show. He was doing it all on his own. He was. He didn't. He didn't. One thing I liked is that he didn't care about continuity. No. Oh my god. Which was which I thought was always hilarious. Like he talked about no the car. My car has to be uh, Infinity G whatever. My kids, they're both two little white girls, and they yeah. grow and they're. But my wife kind of see the wife in the first season. She looks yeah, white. Like you don't see her. So you just see her hand. And in the second season, they got a they got the woman that's in um, this is us. Yes, the, the yes. black wife and this is us yeah. is his is his ex wife. Yeah, but the girls are blonde haired, blue eyed, blue, <laughs> like Aryan like, little Aryan dream children, unfortunately. And then their mother is black, and you're like, what am I watching? And and he's and they're like, why did you do that? He's like, well, I wanted to hire a woman that could give me a look and the look literally says you're you're an effing idiot you're a fucking <laughs> idiot and she just has that black women just have that look just we have this great facial expression that's just super you don't even need to write it's yeah, just in the face yeah. and there was an episode i think i mentioned this already where the little girl she had a dream where she she couldn't tell what was a dream and what wasn't and so okay. she got up and she had a night terror and then no this is not a dream like you're awake right now and then they're on the subway and they're going to go see the mom. And then the girl, the little girl stayed on the subway and he's like, no, what are you and then they had to like rush to the oh, other subway yeah, to come yeah. get her. And she's like, no, it's a dream. I'm okay. He's like, don't do that. What are you doing? Don't do that. And so brings her to the mom's house, the mom's. And then so you're just seeing the little girl in the foreground just playing. And in the background, you're seeing the parents talking and arguing. And then he constantly points at Lily and he's like Does it, and then the mom looks over and then and then you just see the mom look over and she yells Lily and the little girl gets up and starts running and <laughs> I thought the mode the mood of that episode that clip yeah. changed from normal life to a slasher movie and the mom was the slasher chasing after the girl and she's like ah! She's running and she hides underneath the bed. And again, does this sound dream to you? Does this feel like a dream to you? No, it doesn't. Stop. Don't do that. <laughs> yeah. Yo, you know, uh, yeah, it's unfortunate. It's unfortunate that that with with his great genius, unfortunately, came someone who abused power and did mm. such unfortunate things that, it, you know, you just can't have him. You can't work with him anymore. And I know mm. some people are just like, well, can you for, can't you forgive him? And it's just like, I mean. It's not for me to forgive him. It's for the people that he did the things he did to to forgive him. And if those people say, I don't really want him in the industry because him being around made me feel uncomfortable. And then people are just like, yeah, but he apologized. Just like, so? I mean, he just, mm -hmm. like, I, I, it, if, if I had someone who had done horrible things to me 
come back and work in the same space as me, or I might have to cross paths with them, I would definitely be of the mind that like, no, I do not want to have to bump into this person. And mm -hmm. if I'm within, if it's within my power to say these, this person is not allowed to come back. I'm you're out of the club, man. That's it. Mm -hmm. I'm the doorman. I, I make <laughs> the rules. You can never come back in. Mm -hmm. And it's and it's not it's your own fault. You did the thing. It's mm. not no one made you do the thing. <laughs> That's the problem, Louis. You did the thing. No one yeah. like I, I you know. Did so. that come up in um peace peace was it peacemaker peace? Oh, uh, what's the show? Peacemaker, yeah. With, peacemaker. Uh, with yeah, 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 yeah. I saw the clip. I'm like, what the heck am I? <laughs> Are they going there? That oh show's wild. And dude, my I think my one of my favorite things about Peacemaker is at the end of the show, every episode they show you the extended version of one of the scenes where Cena was just improving or someone was imp improvising. Wow, that's really and good. It's yeah, it's every episode is very well done, and every episode that post credit scene with the improvisation is like, I almost wish you had left this version in. I, I mean, it would have gone, it would have been like a family guy joke. Yeah. It would have been like a family guy joke where, mm -hmm. you know, the joke goes too long to the point where you're like, come on. And then it keep, it starts to get funny again. Mm -hmm. Like the last one last week was one of the guys uh, set up peacemakers dad uh, and changed the fingerprints in the system so that peacemakers dad's fingerprints were at the crime scene instead right. of peacemakers. And then Peacemaker is just like, you could have put anyone else and then starts naming like <laughs> like every single person. Like what Bill Cosby, he just got out of jail. He deserves to go back. Like just a list of like <laughs> just like things, like a long list uh, of like names of like people. And it's just like oh, the Kardashians, no. Kanye West, Chloe. Like you just start naming them. <laughs> Kendall, she's a tall one. She'll be okay. Like. <laughs> and it just keeps going and you're like holy crap and, and it's just such a beautiful scene to see uh -huh. Cena and that's one of the things he's so comfortable comedically yeah that you're like yeah man this is great like i i kind of i kind of want to know what his actual family dynamic is cuz i i know he said that um when he came up with the with this, the five finger shuffle oh, yes. that you can't see me, it was an in joke with him and his family. Yeah, and yeah. he was going to do it on camera, so like it was like um, his little ear pull or um, yeah. the paint on the fingernail, like kind of like a a wink to somebody yeah. watching him at home. Did you see <laughs> that on how uh, how I became a meme, the Buzzfeed thing? Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. So, There's but I think good. he's he's also mentioned it before, but I think he really got into it. Oh yeah, on yeah. That. yeah. He, he like so. specifically explains like which. Like what event he was at and stuff like that. And it's like, well, oh, yeah, um, wrestlers have a really good memory. A skip, I mean, like there's there's guys that, um, you know, they're in their seventies and eighties, and they, boom, 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 they they could tell you, okay, this year, this this match, I did this, 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 this. Like they're still really, really sharp. Yeah, yeah. Uh, do you still watch <laughs> wrestling? I haven't watched wrestling in. Um, I haven't I haven't kept up to date. Um, but you know, I'll find little clips and stuff to watch and just yeah. be like <laughs> Yeah. And if you like learn about the the ins and outs, it's it's a lot of work, it's a lot of memory memory yeah. and you gotta hit your spots, you know. It's like a stage show. It's definitely yeah. a stage show, you know. Yeah. You gotta make sure you hit your spots, you gotta make sure to, you're in the you're in the nice frame of the camera and you gotta like like almost like you're filming a movie like um with um Tom Cruise, he knows framing. 
Right. He knows right. where he's standing, how he's standing, how the light's hitting him. He knows all that in his head. Yeah. I think uh, there was another clip of Leonardo DiCaprio doing Wolf of Wall Street. And okay. they're, they're counting down. And he's like off to the side and his head's down. And he's like, okay, roll three, two. And he kind of like lifts his head a little bit. And then he, he shakes the person's hand underneath the camera. And he's like already rolling. Like it's like he's getting oh, ready no. yeah, and yeah, times yeah. it, you know? I so, like that. Uh, and, uh, you know, I hate... I hate doing it because my buddy is a huge Tom Cruise fan and he's only going to get happier when I say this. But mm. one of the advantages to Tom Cruise being so have being in the industry for as long as he's been is that he understands the filmmaking from and even though he's never been a directed for a director from what I've seen, I don't know that he's directed anything. I could I be think, wrong. I think I don't think he's actively a director, but I think he's still kind of producing right. kind of right. like well, when you think it like collaborating with the di actual director right. and it's just it's yeah. like a collaborative thing so i'm pretty yeah. sure he's kind of or but even or even he's directing people in scenes i remember jay moore was talking about uh jerry Maguire, and yeah. um tom cruise is not a part of the scene but i think jay moore is and then un like so tom has his hands out of frame of the camera and he's doing like he's pointing at him like this like you move over there and so he just kind of moves a little slightly and he's better, he's better in the frame. So it's just like, yeah, he's, he's <laughs> even in scene, Tom Cruise can be directing you and telling you to hit your mark. Yeah. <laughs> That's wild. Yeah. Yo, you think these movies are going to happen? Uh, you know, he, they all keep his, his the top gun and his mission impossibles. They I'm keep, sure keep getting pushed I'm, back. They're getting put. I'm sure they're done, but okay. I'm sure they, they, they want to make sure people are in theaters. I don't think they want to go through the route of putting it on um on streaming or something. That's what I think probably the the, the mindset is. They want they want people's butts and seats. They don't want yeah. people to be watching it at home. I and, and I guess if anything, that goes to the fact that again, Tom has enough clout that he can be like, listen, I, I need to know that these are gonna like I like yeah. you're saying, I need to know that these are gonna be released when everyone can go see them. Yeah. And I don't want them to be released domestically and uh, or i don't want them to be released internationally when things are slack in other places but we can't do it domestically yeah. i just like he he went to go see tenant when it came out like he yeah. was day one like he's about his words yeah. he's about that <laughs> i mean i respect it uh, and i'm of the mind that i you know the pandemic is ongoing and we do still have to be careful but i do also think we're at a point now where I would like to think people are better understanding of the of the things that we need. I think if anything, if 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 the one restriction I would say is the mask mandate, keep mm -hmm. that and do away with a lot of the other stuff because mm -hmm. we can't. There's not really much we can do. Like you can't just keep people at home forever. Yeah. You can't do it for two, three, four years. Like it, it's not. It doesn't really. It's not working. Mm -hmm. Like then, even when we were keeping people at home, the numbers were still climbing. Yeah. And then one of the reasons the numbers weren't climbing anymore is because we started keeping, we stopped testing people. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Like people are just like, oh, the numbers are dropping. Well, yeah, but they stopped testing people at one point because the testing was causing delays in the hospital for other mm -hmm. stuff. So they said, we have to stop doing the testing altogether and just let things go. And to me, it's like, yeah. So when Tom and his, and the peeps are just like, yo, I want people to be able to go to the theater. It's like, yeah, I plan to go see, you know, 
I'm planning to see Bat- the Batman on March 4th or sometime mm-hmm. around then. And I'm planning to, you know, w- nerd stock in June. Like right. there's a whole bunch of stuff that I- I'm, you know, I- by the time these things start to get normalized, I'm hoping to do. And I, yeah. I- you can't just keep this. Yeah, you can't stay home forever. Like I can't, man. It's not healthy. <laughs> it's no. really not healthy. And like I said, it's getting boring. Like it's more a fact Staying for at me. Home at it, looking at a fixed screen, just taking it yeah. in the world. That's not. That's yeah. not how we're meant to be, man. <laughs> like you know, I can I can only watch that much TV because I watch everything at one point five. So I've burned through more things than <laughs> I probably should. And at this point, because I watch TV sped up, when I watch it at one x, it feels slow. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I can't go back to watching stuff at one x just because I have nothing else to watch. I this remember, just I remember this comedian was talking about his grandmother like being so old that she was ready to die and just bitter about her not dying yet. She's not dying yet, so she's super mad. So she's watching TV. He's like, "Oh, what you watch on TV? I've seen everything. Yeah, I've seen yeah. all the things. I don't care anymore. <laughs> Ugh, I'm done with this." <laughs> Yo, it's all new TV. It's all the same stuff. It's just remix of whatever. I don't care. Yo, I just want to die. Just dude, I want out. I mean, I don't want to say out. that for myself, but yeah. <laughs> she's like, I just want out. I don't but care facts, though, when it comes to TV, it's like everything you we've told every story under the sun. <laughs> we've told them all. Uh, we've seen them all. Uh, you know, uh, lately I've been I've been watching uh, Grand Crew on NBC, which is the one that's like a uh, almost like a modern day version of Living Single. Uh, slash friends archetype where it's just like mm. a group of friends and they hang out at a wine bar and every episode is just them trying to live their best lives right. and and i'll tell people if you guys are looking for something to check out grand crew is a solid show black cast great actors nicole Byer, uh echo kellum okay. i've mentioned it before but you know the, uh, one of the things that made me really happy is uh reka shankar who's one of the writers from College Humor and is also one of the writers from Dropout, wrote the last episode last week. And I think I might have even mentioned it already, but it's just watching all the stuff on College Humor and Dropout and seeing Mm -hmm. how talented she is. Hell, she got invited, unfortunately, just for last, had to do the virtual one last year, I think. But she was one of the like comedians to watch last year. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, she did like a whole thing. And I've been watching her on College Humor as a head writer for years. So to see her go from doing that to Just for Laughs to writing on Grand Crew was mm-hmm. great for me. And her episode was amazing. There's a <laughs> like, how how often can you write a black like a a black father and his black son having a, a like a pie fight? like a pie launching fight <laughs> and still make it emotionally interesting. Right. Like, that's not a black thing to do. We don't throw pies at each other. Like I that's wonder if like- that ever came up in Sanford and Son. Oh, interesting. I wonder if that, that came up in Sanford and that Son. That would be the ultimate nod too. Cause that's, that's, you know, before my time at least. So I never, mm-hmm. but yo, okay. You giving me some homework to do. I respect it. I, I'm, yeah, I'm- you big dummy. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, man. I mean, I, I've been watching Grand Crew. I've been watching. Uh, what was the other show that I watched recently? Uh, American Auto is the other one that. Oh, is that's like the um the new Justin Me- Superstore. Super- yeah, exactly. Superstore? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's new Super. Yeah, it's same people buy Superstore. Yeah, yeah. That show. That show's not as interesting to me. I'm not gonna lie. Superstore. Uh, no, no, I love Superstore. Oh, okay. This new show of this his. This new one. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. I think, I think you probably have to give it a season for it to kind of get its footing. That's how it That's usually fair. seems with like The Office, Parks and Rec. Um, you know, like they're just kind of 
oh, we're kind of like this other show. And then they kind of find their footing and they kind of do their own thing. And then they, and boom, it kind of yeah. goes off of that. Well, so hopefully it survives long enough for that to happen. And I think that to that point, all shows need a season. Hmm. Like, I don't think I've, I don't know many shows that in the first season land so hard that we all automatically assume they're going to be the best thing ever. There's some shows that we watch and they're, they're good in their first season and we're mm -hmm. impressed with them. But sometimes it's like, oh, well, this is just the beginning. It can only get better. When it comes to sitcoms, though, I feel like sitcoms need that time to breathe you yeah. to, for you to get invested in the characters, invested in their stories and the decisions that they're making. Because mm -hmm. long form stuff, the, the 45 minute dramas, it's easy for me to get connected to this character that you're showing me their entire depressing life falling <laughs> apart. You yeah. know what I mean? Like uh, the Kings of Napa that I talked about last week. Mm -hmm. It's it's interesting. I watched the first three episodes. There's a reason I probably found it. In, I, I probably connected to it because it's black characters. It's black wealth. It's black like excellence. Mm -hmm. But it's also just the idea of like, this is a drama. It's not it's not comedy. Ping ping pow pow. Make yeah. him laugh every two seconds. It's like the father of the family passes away. The family must deal with the fallout. Oh, your cousin's actually your sister. It's like, what the f like? <laughs> oh, so some dynasty stuff. Yeah, it's very <laughs> dynasty, but it's black dynasty. And that's yeah, why yeah. I was just like, I'm into it. Especially because dynasty, is it dynasty? What's the, that's the one that's on CW now, right? Like the new version? Um, yeah, I guess so. Or Dallas, the, I don't know. Whatever. Yeah, there's Dallas. Whichever one of those shows that was popular. That was big in the 80s. Yeah. Whatever they brought back now, they had a black family on the show, and mm. I was super excited for it. And then you watch it, and they got rid of like a <laughs> sister from the family, and they mm. brought in the light-skinned black actress to play the mother to these very dark children, which is possible, but like yeah. the colorism is there because this <laughs> really dark, gorgeous woman gets booted out. And then this super light-skinned woman gets brought in, and then they don't bring in any other dark-skinned people. And you just start to notice the cast is getting a little lighter and lighter, and you're just like, okay, I guess this is just what they're doing, and we're just going to all... Them a bleach. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then you wonder why people are just like, you know, in the Caribbean, that whole bleaching thing that they've been doing for years, it's a whole problem. You're just like, well, maybe if you guys stop only... If you stop firing the dark-skinned people and hiring the light-skinned people every few seasons, hell, and you and I are lighter than some of the other people out there, and and we still even notice it. So it's like, mm -hmm. well, what are you going to say? Yeah, uh, one of, yeah. Uh, one of the other good uh, shows that I've been watching a lot, another black great show, uh, Abbott Elementary with Quinta Bronson that mm -hmm. has been uh, on ABC. Uh, a lot of articles going around about it, too, because the whole mentality is that, you know, Quinta has made sitcoms cool again. Uh, you know, my buddy and I were talking about the fact that Keenan's show uh, only got a ten episode order this uh, season. Okay, and I said to I said to my friend, I was just like, I think it's only, they're doing that now because at this point, I feel like they're just focusing on only making shows for their streaming services. Mm. Like putting it on the the network is a bonus, but yeah. the ten episode structure is very streaming service platform. Right. You know. Okay. Like the Upshaws don't don't get a twenty four episode order from Netflix. The Upshaws probably got twelve mm -hmm. or thirteen or whatever. But that's the right. like I feel like that's what they're leaning into, and that's to me is a little unfortunate when they start doing that because you start to be able to tell that like 
yeah, you guys are focusing so much on your streamers. You're kind of taking away from what you are could potentially produce for your networks. And, uh, you know, uh, I see some notes here from the people that are tuning into the show. Uh, specifically, we have uh, da, da, da. there's one thing I saw about Gordon Ramsay. Uh, and I'm trying to see where it is again. Here we go. Uh, what did we have? I like Ramsey. He's got a new cooking show, Next Level Chef. Not bad. Oh, that's pretty crazy. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. What's the premise of that? I actually don't know about so it. So, the premise, remember, there was like this Netflix movie where um, there'd be food coming down, and then the yes! rest of it was like a prison. That's a, yo, that's I the premise that of the cooking show. What? Okay. You so, got to explain because that movie so is insane to me. All the ingredients are on the top. Okay. So remember the episode, the show is called Next Level Chef. Okay. So the oh chefs at the top get all the ingredients and then they take what all the best, they, the office is going to take the best stuff that they want. And then it goes down to the next level. And then the next level of chefs have to take what's left of that. Oh and then it goes God. down to the next level. And the next level chef had to take the rest of that. And then the bottom, the people on the bottom have to take whatever's left. So in one of the, in one of the, in one of the um, clips, some guys like, what is, potted meat what is that and it's just like a ball of meat <laughs> and he's like what can i do with this oh my god do they at least still get a pantry with like seasoning and stuff like that yeah 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 but i mean like i think it's like the main so it's almost like iron chef but yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. all the, the you know you don't get one degree it's like it's like all the good stuff here and it goes level by level by level and you get uh, less and less and less and it's like well do what you can with whatever you yeah, whatever yeah. scraps you're left with yo you know? okay uh, the movie we were talking about is called The Platform. It's a Spanish film. Uh, mm. If you guys want to check it out, it came out in 2019. I've, I've watched it. It's an insane movie. Uh, and it sounds super interesting to do a cooking game show like that. <laughs> like that to me. When, you like, said, when I saw it, I was like, oh, that's this is what it is. This I think pretty sure this is what it is right here. This is where they got the premise from nuts like that. The, and the way that movie ends is so crazy, too. So just the idea that they were like, hey. You guys want to do a cooking show like this, but Ramsey Ramsey's got money and he's got connections, so yeah, I'm not mad at it. I, I like his, you know, like you know, he's we're always we're always used to him yelling at people and being upset and da, 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 but it's just because he expects this high level of everybody, yeah, around, of, of, specifically of the adults around him, yeah. And so when he does his his uh, Master Chef kids, he's really encouraging of the children yeah he, he's not talking down to them he's always uplifting them you know he's always giving them you know advice and courage and being like what you should do to yeah kids that want to do this kind of stuff yeah um so you know i i kind of like hmm? he's inspiring he's a leader yeah. he's like, i you know? i like watching him do those cooking shows instead of him just yelling at everybody or like i know there was another one where he'll have two um restaurants that do the kind of same thing, go against each other, and then he'll okay. invest in one of those restaurants. Oh, damn. Okay. Yeah. So that's yeah, more that's... of a, a British show that he did that I watched with uh, my uh, fiance, and it was really, it was really, it was just like, oh, this is really interesting. I like this. And he's, <laughs> he's giving them props. And he's like, oh, you know, I was over here in this country, and this is how it tastes like. And like, yeah, it's taste. And then he'll get dignitaries and other people to what? come for the final thing coming. And then people are like, this tastes like home. Mm, this is some good stuff. It tastes like home. You know, I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah, I see a lot of people compare Ramsey to Simon Cowell, and I'm always just like, I get on the base level, they're two Brits who are yelling, but I feel like Simon Cowell would yell at children the same way he yells at adults, whereas yeah. Gordon Ramsay... Um, but you have to remember, you know, Simon Cowell is probably is is the head of that 
of the record label or he's yeah, the, yeah, yeah, he's yeah, a yeah. talent scout or whatever. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he people is. always feel, oh, he's just being mean. It's like, no, he's telling you to not waste his time because right. he, yeah. anybody else would tell you the exact same thing. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. you're thinking he's being mean and this and that. And it's like, but I guess it, I, I, I got guess no was, time for this. I literally yeah. have no time. I guess it's just the sense that like Ramsey is trying to instill and motivate. And even on the younger generations, he's trying to motivate. Mm. Whereas Cowell's approach sometimes, even when they're young, if he doesn't see the talent in you, it's not the idea that you could get better. It's like, I don't have the time to help you get better. Go away. Whereas yeah. with Ramsey, I kind of feel like he at least is just like, ah, I, I feel like, I see talent here. You, mm -hmm. you, uh, you might not be able to do it on, on my show, yeah. but like, cause I even remember, like, I'm not a huge fan of the cooking shows and whatnot, but I, I, if I'm not mistaken, I think one season he was just like, Oh, you, you're not winning, but I want to still give you uh, an opportunity to, to work at the, it work in the kitchen at one of my restaurants, Yeah, even though you didn't win the show. And mm. that like that to me, it's not like, cause Simon's not going to turn around and be like, yeah, you could be an intern here anyways. I think you know I, mean? I think what's like Simon has said to people like you you could be a backup singer, <laughs> and yeah that sounds harsh yeah guess I get what me. yeah guess what backup singers have consistent work true 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 backup singers don't have to you know always have to be pretty and be in the in the face of yeah. the public eye and get scrutinized no you're a backup singer you could just chill out yeah. and then, you know you you drop your own little album here and there if you want to but. True, you, you, and, and you got steady work, but people take that as a negative. Yeah, like, <laughs> I'm trying to remember who was a backup singer that became like a huge. I mean, it's happened a few times, but I think Luther Vandross was a backup. Is singer. it Luther? Okay, there's mm -hmm. someone that I was remembering that specifically was like was like a backup singer and became one of like the biggest stars. And uh, I'm just, I'm sure there's a few. I'm yeah, sure there's quite yeah, a few. yeah, yeah. Oh, yo, okay. Speaking of, and again. Anyone who's watching this right now is probably freak is shocked that I'm talking about reality TV because they know 99.9% .9 of the time. What I show not. am I on, man? What yeah, show? Am I, on? I don't watch reality TV, but <laughs> I gotta say, mm. I watched that wild ass Steve Harvey judge show. Which which was this? Explain. Steve Harvey is a show. Steve Harvey's court. Where oh. Steve Harvey is a judge for some right. odd reason. Uh. He's, I mean, it's well, TV. It, Anybody can be a judge. I know. Really it's more just an arbitrator who's just like, you yeah. sign some wild ass contract to abide by whatever this man decides. And then he just decides some crazy ass bullshit that has no legal standing. <laughs> and then you're just watching the show, watching him make fun of people. Well, well remember, that's what they say at the end of People's Court, Judge Judy, yeah. Judge Joe Brown, Divorce Court. They're, oh, they're yeah. just arbitrators. They're not. I mean, I know. they're just arbitrators. That's it. Like that's the <laughs> I get it, but at the same time, the the decorum of someone who is doing the judge thing and what Steve is doing, dude. At one point, <laughs> Steve is being Steve. Steve is being Steve on Family Feud level. Steve, like Steve is walking off the the the, the bench. <laughs> off well, yeah, because he's not a judge. I know this is, this right. is not a courthouse. He doesn't have a, what what I, really? You, Come on, Jaws. <laughs> How are you going to be the judge, quote unquote, and walk up next to one of the defendants and be like, you are the stupidest man I've ever met. I need to take a picture with you for evidence of I have a picture with the stupidest man I've ever met and laughing in the man's face. Yeah, it's wild. Like, remember, everyone on that show signs a waiver. I know they signed up for that. <laughs> I know it's it's funny as hell. 
Exactly. I, I, You're watching it. I, 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 if exactly. Steve Harvey couldn't do any of that, would you be watching it? No, it's true. It's, <laughs> if Steve Harvey was doing Steve just Harvey's a, too reserved in this show. I want more Steve. Like if Steve <laughs> Harvey Steve doing, show? This is Steve Harvey's doing a court show. And yeah. yes, if Steve Harvey was doing a straight up court show, granted, I would probably be bored as fuck watching it. Mm. At so the same like a, it's, time, though, it's like so it's basically like people's court, divorce court, et cetera, et cetera. Like Judge Judy. <laughs> because again, the man gets off the bench and is dancing around, walking up to people, talking like he does he doesn't even send his bailiff to get stuff sometimes. Like he goes Wait. over and gets like is he actually a real judge though for actual no, court cases? No, no, no. no, 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 no. So remember okay. all those again, like I told, all like I just told Doc, shows, all yeah. those shows I mean, they're just that. arbitrating. Yeah, it's I not. That. It's not oh. a real court. It's just arbitration and blah blah blah. And oh, then you get to okay. film it, and you get they. You know, you don't have to pay court costs. Exactly. <laughs> so then this is just like the. Uh, but you're uh, abiding oh. by what is decided. So this when, is like the Springer of court courthouses then. I mean, all, but that would be that would be like seeing like all those shows are the Springer of courthouses because it's all the two like, people aren't not, fighting each other though. Yeah, he's not he's <laughs> not going the level of Springer where he's you know hoping that someone or the level of Maury, but he is going the level of getting off the bench and making fun of people <laughs> to their face as he stands next to them. At one point, this woman was giving testimony. And in her testimony, when he asked her a question, she made side eye to the girl next to her as she answered the question. And Steve got off the bench, stood next to her, asked them to put the replay, made them replay, and then hold. And he's just like, you see the little eye you gave me there? And he started making fun of her, being like, you know you've done messed up. And it's, it's like, <laughs> how you the judge? Messed up? How are you the judge being that biased, being like, you like oh, you're gonna point out to the person like look this is where you met this is where i decided to go for this person you know what i mean <laughs> like, this is a moment where i stopped believing you right here there you go <laughs> this is where you lost the case that's the crazy part to me but uh, i mean if you if, if we, you're we didn't that, get we didn't get steve harvey for new year's so i guess this is the next best thing <laughs> Have you I always want to see what kind of crazy costume he's well, wearing for New Year's. Say, have you been seeing all the memes of like Steve Harvey's out here trying to be a, a Gotham City villain? And it's just no, no, the, no, no. The meme, the meme is always him being the next like villain for either Marvel or for um for um, DC. So one of them is like hip, someone superimposed a Magneto helmet, and he's like, "Ciao, oh, yeah, ciao, ciao." <laughs> I like the one where he had like a purple suit with like something green. And they're just like Joker. There's, There's another, another one where he's just all in green. And then yes. you put um, Dr. Octopus arms on him. Oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> no way. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So he's true. always got some weird, crazy like outfit on. And then just people just add on to it. I mean, Steve is just the gift that keeps on giving. Also, when he gives relationship advice, every... Like I feel like there should be a banner underneath him that says, "This man knows nothing about relationships. Multiple divorces. Don't because <laughs> it's just like because he even says himself like he like talks about the fact that he doesn't know anything about relationships, yeah. but also is convinced that he should be giving all the advice on relationships. Yeah, act, just, what was it? Act like a woman, think like a man. That book. Yeah, that became two like, movies. The man's he's a character. He's, very entertaining movies, by the way. Yeah, the movies are great. I, 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 it's just so funny. It's watching him be 
him himself and that's i kind of do miss him as a host of family is he still doing family feud yeah that's that's his production company i'm pretty okay. sure it's, okay. it's that's him right now because i haven't um, seen it in a minute so i wasn't sure because i know he well i don't think they can do it right now because of covid i'm assuming yeah that's fair that's and fair. i mean uh, they have a full courthouse like the, the there's a full audience in his courthouse so oh, maybe it's, it's in of, la or something so yeah they're all vaccinated confuses me where the rules lie in this industry because you have one like one city is just like oh well you know covid restrictions can't allow us to produce this and then you have another show where it's like 40 it's another people. state yeah you know like <laughs> battle battle of the battle of the bots the the the, the robot fights yeah it's in battle las bots vegas. battle bots sorry mm -hmm. is in las vegas this season it's packed stadium packed yeah. nevada it is crazy how many people are in there and i'm just like good god all the people that kind of left um california they went to either nevada they went to texas yeah you know i could see it that's where they went um florida yeah yeah <laughs> just kind of scattered scurried to other places <laughs> where where the, the taxes are lower but um whatever um well no, i don't think nevada is that bad but i mean with texas and florida i think their weather can be like really extreme yeah so god damn be safe uh, please be safe yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, we didn't talk about it, but since we did bring up DC villains and we were joking about it, I feel like we should talk DC for a second. Uh, I haven't watched it, so I can't comment on it, but I can say I'm disappointed. I'm hearing that Superman, Superman and Lois on CW brought Bizarro. Oh, wow. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't, I, uh, I didn't see it, but I heard about it as well. And yeah. uh, I don't know. You guys watch that show, or sorry, is it you or is it? It's, I wa I do watch the show. I know Toby well, we watches watching. it more than me. I do watch the show. The thing I just, is, sorry, I, I just think you know, the, I, I'm I'm tired of DC doing the same characters over and over. So mm. even like you know, even though the first season seemed promising, now that I'm on the second season and I know they're gonna start repeating the same villains that they've been repeating forever, I'm not. I I'm just already getting bored. I'm like, oh, you're bringing Bizarro. It's like, but Bizarro done in real has not been done, not to my knowledge. No, the no, no. Close, it, the closest you could say for Bizarro would be that like. uh Superman four, which is that horrible one where the guy acted, yeah, the, uh, the guy acted so bad that Gene Hackman, yeah, redid the voiceover. The voice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, for for me, it's not a matter of again, I, and I guess, like I said, I read the comics, so Bizarro was in the comics for a good long time, to the point where even Bizarro had his own arc, and then even ended up in your comic. You know, like they've used <laughs> the true. character, and and, and so. Bizarro as a character to me has been around for a while and I I kind of feel like the shows have the opportunity to create new and interesting characters. Harley Quinn is a product of them creating a new character for a different platform. Yeah. yeah. Do that. Try risking something instead of using these same villains that are already in the comic book because guess what guys, people aren't buying the comic books. So give them something so interesting that they're like oh what's in the comic and then translate those characters into the comic book because it worked well for harley look how fucking well her sales are but hmm. a question for this show like has it always legit only been characters from the comic books that he's fought they've never had no, anybody they, they introduced that he has a brother last season 
who was evil i'm assuming yes um <laughs> always evil because like you're evil. just like he introduced the brother i'm like but that's the brother, family, that's not necessarily per se evil the brother essentially was lex luther with kryptonian powers oh okay he was a businessman so it's like he, another jor-el or sorry he, uh uh zod zod yeah, yeah. yeah I was he, exactly he felt and that's the thing he felt like zod done with lex luther mm. and that's what was born you know the only thing that's been interesting so far is they've introduced a storyline where the u.s government has learned how to recreate super superpowers and made their own superman team and that something is. is happening with superman where he keeps having like not seizures, but he keeps having these fits where he can't really focus and he ends up like on the ground. And then the last the last episode I watched, those kids that well, they're not kids, young adults, one of them's a kid, but that super team that wears his crest, they have Superman S's, the American Superman team, ended up saving Superman and beating uh beating the bad guy. Mm-hmm. And that to me was a little bit interesting. But even then, I, I think it's more just I'm burnt out on these the same characters being done over and over. I'm 38, and for my entire life, there's always been a version of Superman. Like yeah. either there was a movie, or when I was a kid, there was a Superboy show mm. on NBC. Then there was Superman. There was Lois and Clark: The Adventures of Superman. Yeah. Then there was the. They also had the Superman movie. Then they had Smallville. Then mm-hmm. they had another Superman movie. Then they had uh, another Superman movie. You're just talking about all live action stuff specifically. All the live action yeah, stuff. Yeah. I was, uh, the, I, I'll never complain about the Superman cartoon. Hmm. Anything no. that Tim did, I'm not going to complain about because those felt like very different, unique stories that never... Uh, they were cartoons. The, the, fir- the like, first season of, of Superman animated series was actually a superb season. Yeah. I, I, I'm never going to fault the Bruce Tim stuff because that felt like a very different thing but when it comes to the live action stuff because the bruce tim thing feels like i'm just watching animated versions of the comic book drawn a specific way and they're just done very well and Mm -hmm. they and the crossovers are so much fun and they feel so organic whereas like batman versus superman in that movie felt like the least organic thing i've ever seen (laughs) bruce wayne is obsessed with the evil that is superman and yeah and like stuff like that so you know if for me it's 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 just the idea that like I, I think I, I you know what, and I, 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 people are probably going to be annoyed to hear me say this. Fold the CW, man. I know that it's falling. <laughs> no, apart I'm not. Already. I'm not. I'm not against it. Fold it. Fold it. I, I like certain Thank shows, or I have liked certain shows. I, like, I haven't. I, I actually haven't watched Flash at all this season. Usually, I'm on at that, all. and I'm like, no clue. Like, what's I haven't watched. Flash last I, I, I don't know. Yeah. Um, I heard like, but Superman. I want to get back to Superman and Lois for one question. Yeah. For a sure. quick question. Have they ever tried Lobo on the show, considering that there was a Lobo on another show with Lobo on Kryptonian? A, yeah. Have they on, ever did that Krypton, on sorry. has he appeared on Superman yeah. and Lois? Because Superman and Lois is what two or three seasons? Two seasons. The big difference on Superman and Lois is just that he has a son. The son has superpowers. But like who are the like name me some villains that he's interacted with so far? Uh, like that I would know of like a comic. Dude, they book. spent the whole season with the Lex Luthor brother last season. Which that's not a new character. That's just Zod blended with Lex Luthor. They just slapped another name, but it's exactly he was a corporate America guy who was 
going in, taking advantage of Smallville, was buying a property. They didn't understand why. And then the flip side of the story is, oh, he's a Kryptonian and there's a special type of kryptonite underground that he can use to meld uh, Kryptonian crystals that have people's personalities into human hosts and he was like merging kryptonian minds into human hosts so that they would become kryptonians so it literally felt like i was watching a zod lex luther hybrid character do a zod lex luther story but so you're telling me the whole season superman never fought like uh, uh another Metallo, Parasite, nothing. What was he? What was he? How did they show his powers then? What did he show? Like, what's the he's constantly fighting these random super beings that are being made by his brother, who's also okay. <laughs> okay, so like, he put when he puts it into a, a, a spirit of yeah, he's into a human that creates a bad guy for the episode, yeah, yeah, oh. it creates Kryptonian, and then it and then and, it's and, that, and then and, it's the power of the week, right? No, but I mean, they just have Kryptonian powers. He fought one guy who already. Yeah, he fought one guy that you didn't know at first what his power was. So he just seemed like he was a super, like a meta. But ultimately, you found out that he was one of the test subjects. Um, then you find out, then his son ends up having power. You know what the problem is with Superman and Lois is? Uh, it's I, 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 Sorry that I say problem, but it really does feel like it is. It's the CW format where they want to have young viewers. So the show focuses a lot on like also the teenagers. Like... Here's his Let's son because oh. he has the two teenage sons. Mm. So they and waste it, time and they don't give any. So the problem here is that, in example, when you had Lois and Clark back in the day, they fought bad guys on a weekly basis, like yeah. actual bad guys, regardless if you made up most of them, but they okay, did so have someone. I'll, I'll explain to you this way. This show has huge segments where the story is about Lois and Clark arguing about parenting. Oh, God. <laughs> well like, i mean what's the name of the show again lois well, and, and not Super lois and clark <laughs> on the ranch like yeah. you know lois and clark I, no, but like I get, the comic I get what book. Jaws d is saying though i understand what Jaws d is saying it's just that you 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 want superman the comic but you're getting the adventures of lois lane the the the, the female mother. the, the, you know, the, the stereotypical yeah, like, female I, I, comic. I, I, I want the adventures of her out in the in the in the streets yeah, yeah, that yeah. News. I, I, yeah. I don't want to watch Lois Lane be mad at Clark Kent because Lois walked into the house and found her teenage son making out with his girlfriend. I have no interest in watching that version of Superman where where Lois is mad at Clark for leaving and Clark's like, I left because a submarine was like, <laughs> like, how do you even have these conversations? Lois, you can't be mad at Clark for leaving to save human lives. You knew who you were fucking when you had these kids. Like, you, how are you going to be mad at the man now? How You can't leave him alone in the house. He's a teenager. Meanwhile, Clark's just like, are you that? Are you really? Did, dude, the thing that really pissed me off was Lois used that emergency thing they have, like in the comic book. You know how she has that alert yeah. to, to tell Superman, like, there's an emergency, come home. Like, act or it's, come and save me. There's an actual emergency. Yeah, yeah. She used that to yell at him <laughs> about the fact that his son was found in bed with a girl. And Clark is just like, is that why you use the alert? It's for emergencies. And she's getting mad at him. And you're <laughs> like, yo. Yo, like, yo I think, I think this, this, sounds, this sounds this sounds like a writer's working through some oh, stuff at home. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it sounds like. 
a, this sounds like I, if there's like a Lois episode, it's going to end up you guys watching them having a Friday night at home of them watching TV. You know what dude, I mean? It sounds like a really boring like. segment. Dude, there's full. There's that's episodes. not why I'm buying a comic book or watching a TV show, though. There's episodes where you watch the show and it feels like you're watching all the stuff that Clark did in between the panels of saving people in the comic. Mm. Like, Clark is a football coach with the kids and his kids are having a rough time. And one of his son's girlfriends cheated on him at her camp with another girl. And now, and then, um, the 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 alternate reality daughter of John Iron, mm. John Henry Irons and Lois, who's Tasha in the comic book, uh, she ends up being Natasha, whatever. She's there, and he's <laughs> there now because they get brought over, and Lois and it's the story of like her going to school and her her being sad because her universe is destroyed and mm. she saw her best friend in school and her best friend looked right through her it's not your best friend bitch your universe <laughs> is dead what is wrong with this you is, this is another person <laughs> this is a completely different person but she has her face and her name you knew that when you got here your dad dude honestly the beginning of that episode literally starts with the dad being like listen when you go into the school you're going to see the faces of people that you knew they're going to look right through you they do not know you you did not exist in this universe are you okay she's like yeah yeah i'm okay dad so then the dad's like okay i'll meet you at the end of the day after school dad's there she doesn't show up shows up hours later the dad's like where were you she's just like she's like i left school i saw my best friend and she looked right through me and it's like bitch he told you this before you i went mean to but school. to be to be fair when you're that young I know. And you know you're like, oh, yeah, yeah but, I understand, but, I understand, and then it happens in front of you, and you're just like, ah. <laughs> but I think I think the moral of what Brian's point was to say though is that when I'm tuning in to watch Superman and Lois, I'm there to see the adventures of Superman and Lois, not the not the shell game. I tricked you. I'm shell like, game tricked you. you know, yeah, I'm not tuning into the show to watch. Natasha cry because her best friend doesn't recognize like, her. Brian has legitimately, legitimately talked me out of giving the show ever a chance. <laughs> <laughs> this episode. Like, you know what really sucks though? Because I think the magic of quote unquote magic of Smallville was you could do the high school stuff because Clark was a teenager. Mm. Yeah, but that makes sense because that's his actual life. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? Like. But if that has really, a direct, direct impact on him. Yeah. But I feel like what they what they should have done with this show is don't even make it um Superman and Lois. Just make it Superboy. You know, yeah. Make it the story of like, you know, like call it um Jonathan. Boom. Or call it Jonathan, which is a great title, actually. That's fair. Mm-hmm. Or call it Superman Next Generation <laughs> or Superman uh Superman you know, or you're no, you know what? I take it back. Merc with a mount. Jonathan is the perfect title. <laughs> Honestly, they could have just called Clark? the show Jonathan. Like Jonathan. Oh, sorry. Kent. Jonathan Kent. Yeah. Sorry. Jonathan you could have called it Jonathan Kent or something like that. And then the show is focused on. Then I know when I'm watching the show. Oh, or the, the Kents or something like that. Yeah. Or something like that. Mm. But watching like Superman and Lois and then thinking I'm going to see the actor who played Superman in all the crossovers be superman and instead i'm watching him be a coach on a football field <laughs> so it's not superman and lois it's clark and lois 
it feels like it feels like nobody in Lois right now because Clark <laughs> is not doing shit. Like Lois is Lois is like Lois is like invested in the journal. Like she like helped buy the newspaper or helped like support the newspaper oh. in the city. Um, and, and she's like doing that. And I don't know. I just I, I, I... hey writers, this episode has too much Superman in it. Yeah. That budget's getting really big for this episode. You already blew it out for the last few. <laughs> yeah. All those superpowers and meta powers. Yeah, that's how it feels sometimes. Make make make, make with the yelly yelly. <laughs> no, dude, honestly, Jaws, you're not wrong. The vibe you get sometimes when you watch this stuff is just like, okay, we gotta cut back. So let's let's put it's 40. We have we have 40 minutes, 38 minutes this week. Okay, let's do 20 minutes of no powers whatsoever we'll do another 10 minutes of superman in the suit but not doing anything and then we'll put like eight minutes or so of like a little run here some blurry shots here and then that's it we'll call it a day and then you're watching the the bones of the show dude uh same thing with saving on that seat you know you want to know why that's because they spent all that money on uh um star girl cgi yeah. all her seat her cgi took away all the cgi money of that show well we joke <laughs> about that but she ends up having what looks like the best show of all of them i, I honestly i watched the um Eclipse what, what this, this, the, yeah i watched it it was really not that bad it was actually I know. pretty good the shade I never, yeah it was well it, done he, the way his power is depicted is so good it was very um, very very well done yeah meanwhile you have naomi whose power on her new show on the cw is often depicted as just wind. Like, it's just like, I don't know if they're just not showing us her full power yet, but in the last episode, every time they're like showing her power, it's like, look at her ability to control a wind tunnel around her. And I'm like, how about y'all show me Naomi do some fucking shit for real? Why is she just standing in a wind tunnel here? Um, but yeah, also, well, CW is like down the toilet, man. Like I, I, I can't even bring myself to like, I, I loved the Flash the first couple of seasons. Yeah, like, yeah. it was the it was the first show that was like, oh, you're better than Arrow seasons two and three because Arrow seasons two and three like set the bar. Yeah, because then it went off. Like it went it went off like pretty hard after that. But the Flash had a consistency of like doing a good job of being at roughly that level, and then yeah. at some point in time, it was just like. It was a combination of like not creating new types of stories and like you're just going over the most wonkiest no reason story arcs like <laughs> why am i finding your daughter from the future which i don't even remember happening but sure maybe that happens in the comic books i don't know yeah um <laughs> but i'm like that doesn't happen and like then when you're replacing characters and blatantly telling the audience we're getting rid of this character because this actor is no longer working for us. But then there's this character who's legit the exact same carbon copy of that character. Are you talking about Impulse? Except for that, yeah, except for this guy. Yeah. He had powers and he was smashed. And this guy, so far, he's just really smart. But but we don't know. Maybe he'll get superpowers. Oh, I, like, oh, yeah. you're talking about the guy behind the desk. The like guy who had the glasses Cisco? and whatnot. Yeah, Not the guy who replaced the Cisco. The guy who replaced Cisco on the show is another oh, wow. is a the black character guy is a black yeah. guy now and the, they had an episode where they both went back in time at one point and you legit got to fully observe how these two are the exact same character oh boy because if you watch cisco and know cisco this is a cisco episode but it's like 
Skills, Cisco's being like the smart Barry, just no powers, and this yeah. guy is like living the Cisco life. You know what I mean? Yeah. And the exact same reactions, and I'm there. I'm like, yeah, that's okay. one. Of the things, that's one of the things that got lazy on TV shows. It's like if a, if an actor decides they're gonna bounce, don't try and replace them with the exact same character. Develop a new character who has their own personality. Mm-hmm. That's to me is one of the problems of what they're doing with TV right now. But hey, uh. Quality, quality over quantity. One of the reasons that I think, like Apple TV, for example, is making interesting new shows. Mm-hmm. They have this new show called The After Party. It's um, Sam Richardson, uh, Tiffany Haddish. Uh, oh, who's the girl from uh, bro- uh, bro- Two Broke Girls? Um, um Alana? Darcy or the no, Alana. Um, Alana from Two Broke Girls. Uh, no, 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 no. I, I forgot her name. Who's the other one? Not Alana. Uh, oh shit, Kat Dennings. No, Kat oh, Dennings sorry. is. You guys are right. I'm talking about the wrong show. I was talking about a different show. What's the other one? Uh, uh, Broad City. Broad City. Oh, okay. That's oh, Broad City is amazing. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> That's I was a completely different show. Wait, are we ta- are we talking about? Broad I mean, is that the girl two, you're talking about? Two girls in in New York. That was more why I mix, mixed up the name. Yeah, but one's uh, on okay. ABC. One's on CBS. And the other one clearly isn't. And has yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> I, I, because it's the idea that's just like, here are two women living that are best friends living in New York. Right. And I, the, I, the, I defaulted to Two Broke Girls. It's Broad City <laughs> that I was thinking of. Uh, and it's not Ilana. It's the other one. I think it's Ilana. But uh, the, what, anyways, the, girl, okay. the after party, solid cast. If, if, you're gonna, if, if you're looking for a show that focuses more on getting a good cast together and telling kind of a ridiculous story. And one of the things I like about it is you're getting someone dies on the show and you're getting Tiffany Haddish is a detective and she's having everyone tell her their version of what happened that night. And every person is (laughs) telling. And when she told them that she's just like, I want you to tell me your mind movie. So some of them are really depicting movie. (laughs) Yeah. It's pretty funny. But she's having like some of them tell their mind movies in their style. So okay. you have uh, like when Ben Schwartz goes up, his his mind movie is like a musical. <laughs> so all of a sudden, every like he's singing, there's backup dancers and everything else. When Sam Richardson tells his version of the story, it's a rom-com. So mm-hmm. there's like the meat cute. There's like all the tropes. Uh, one of the girls there is like, <laughs> one of the girls is is really into like French film and, and like <laughs> hey, French I, New Wave or something yeah, like French that. Yeah, French New Wave cinema. <laughs> so her version is just like black and white, like really weird, bl- like desaturated imagery that like doesn't really make sense. And you're like, she's holding the the cigarette like this. Yeah, exactly. Very... She does. She full on holds the cigarette. She's talking. <laughs> she like she's just like the human experience is a disaster. And then Tiffany Hatches is like, I don't know what's going on over there. But so it's just moments <laughs> like that that I was like, oh, this is like, this is fun because I know every episode is going to be a really different genre. Genre. Um, Ike Bernholtz's version was an action movie. It was <laughs> like Bernholtz's version was possibly the best because he's 100% doing Fast and Furious. He says family, <laughs> he says family 15 times in his episode <laughs> and it's so well done that I was just like man this is like it's so good. Baron that Holt- is that is scary. That that Dude. means like the next generation they're 
like action movie is Fast and the Furious. So our generation is like the 80s action movie. Yeah. We're trying to kind of relive that Arnold, and retell that yeah. and all that kind of stuff. And Adair's going to be like, Family. Yeah, doing ridiculous stunts off and of it, big building. And you're right. And that's one of the things that's fun about the show because you're seeing what this generation's writing room sees as Hollywood tropes. Mm. And that's what was cool about it. Because, you know, you're right. If someone from our generation had done it, they would have probably done Rambo or something mm -hmm. as opposed to doing the Fast and Furious. But Baron Holtz. Fast and Furious was great. Like he has his daughter in the car as he's doing like full on Fast and Furious like <laughs> trips down the road, and the girls in the backseat like, yeah, and you're like, oh my god. And Tiffany Haddish is just like, that is extremely dangerous. Why did you have a child? She's like, no, she loves it. And you're like, what are you talking about? You almost killed your kid. Like, it's good. Uh, that's, awesome. that's a show that I would highly recommend to people. If you're looking for a show. After Party? The After yeah, Party. Right. Yeah. Tiffany what? Haddish. Um, Tiffany Haddish. Sam Richardson. Zoe Chow. Ike Barinholtz. Ben Schwartz. Ilana Glazer. Dave uh, Franco. On Apple Plus? Right. On Apple Plus. Yeah. Apple TV. More plug? <laughs> yeah. Um, I, oh, that, sorry. Dude, Apple TV. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. That, one, um, one of the things I've been saying, it really comes down to quality over quantity. Okay. And. That's what like HBO and all those guys used to do before advertising came a big factor. You know, what one thing I'll, I would say that I watched recently that was really I thought quality over quantity was uh, I saw the um, the house across the street from the girl in the window. Oh, what is it's, that okay. about? Okay, wait, so hold on, hold on, Dave. I'll, I'll I'm gonna just say this. I watched the first episode. And the last episode, because I hated the first episode so much, I was like, I'm not watching this full show. I enjoyed it. I'm going to say I full on enjoyed it. Okay. So I don't care. You so could have different. You could have watched the first episode and the yeah. last episode. Uh, all I did was watch the first episode and last episode both at 1.5 speed. But this is, this is perfect because the funny thing is I was going to start this conversation by saying I think this is cued to me an average viewer, not someone who over – uh, analyzes so people such as brian and or my buddy mike from squared idea would hate this show yeah <laughs> well like right the off the bat thing, did you know it was a s satire i didn't know anything about i, I, assumed, I don't know anything I about this show i so assumed it was just by the name of it and then how it looked it looked like it was like what? gone girl mixed with the the woman yeah like, okay i should know, have gone assumed train it like it looked like it because yeah, i didn't I mean, assume it was a satire so when i watched it i was just like this this isn't like i watched it, i was like this seems really silly. And then I was like, no, this has I, to be satirical. I, I thought it got interesting because to be honest, it's a show. Well, okay. Do you guys mind me spoiling at all? Well, explain. I the know show the first. End, so. and then, okay. Yeah. Well, what, what, what I, well, yeah, for you, but what's the uh, premise so, but, of the show? The premise is basically there's a girl who's clearly going through a depression because she lost her daughter. You don't know the details of it at first. When you find out the details of it, although it's gruesome, I do have a bone to pick with it because I'm like, I don't think that should have happened, but that's a whole other discussion. Yeah. In the sense, like the probabilities of that happening. Okay. Is, okay. is more like someone else is an idiot. Yeah. Anyways, this girl feels um, bad about it. She kind of yeah. feels, puts a bit of the blame on herself and she's now like living in her house. Her husband has left her. She's going through a depression. She's uh, drinking alcohol and mixing pills. So there's an element oh, yeah. of like, Absolutely. you're wondering whether or not many times what you're watching, is it real? And they start the show, the first episode, by acknowledging that, like, she sees stuff. Mm. They make it very blainted. And I'm like, okay. Because like, my girlfriend was watching it. It, it sucked me in type yeah. thing. And I binged watched it in, in that day. And 
at the end of the day, A, I'll, I won't lie. I really like Kristen Bell as an actress. So that Love might her. be a bias. So yeah. her acting was great. And as the show was going on, like, and it's funny because Brian knows the ending. So I'll be able to like say certain things and you could maybe agree with me on Brian. Like there were so many things that happened that like, oh, it could be this. And then like, you would think, okay, well, I think it's going to be this. Yeah. And then something happens in the show later on that you're like, okay, so it obviously can't be this. But because this happened, it's obviously this. And you're kind of like kept on having scenarios yeah. that you could it have keeps, a good guessing game. It keeps redirecting you. Exactly. Like Because even in the of, last episode that I watched, even in the like the first few minutes, I was just like, I don't know what's happening, but you've made me assume that this person did this. Like you've changed who it is four times already. Oh, dude, they changed it enough times, but every time they changed it, it made sense what was going yeah. on. There was like, agreed, this girl was going through stuff. So at some point in time, they're like, uh, this is not a good idea. Why are you doing this? Like, this is stupid. And it's because this girl is slightly crazy. Because at one point in time, I was questioning whether or not this girl, and this will be the only spoiler, so don't listen to this to anyone who's caring, but I thought for a second, like, maybe she is in a mental institution. Maybe this is all made yeah, up. I could see that. Yeah, I thought that too. Like, because, like, there was just certain times you're like, come on. Like, this yeah, doesn't make any yeah, yeah. sense. Um, that you're doing this and not getting caught and, and getting more reprimanded and stuff. But when it ultimately happens what it was, like, who did whatever it is? Because there's, there is a... A murder story involved and there's a big yeah, yeah. There's questions around died. it yeah, yeah yeah there's people yeah but at first there's like a question about whether or not someone even died to begin with right and this one girl right. who everyone thinks is crazy is like no someone died and like there's no traces of this and there's always like a weird thing leading to like yes someone did die and then who was it and etc cetera, etc cetera. but who you find out does it in the end i'm like yeah what like As I was someone, like, that is like wild. I'm like, I'm like, again, I did not see that coming. I hope that yeah. I'm not the only person who did not see that coming. Like, As wild. <laughs> who didn't watch the show? It was even more shocking to me. Yeah, okay, like, good. I'm not alone. I'm like watching the show, and I'm like, I watched the first episode. I'm like, okay, and then I watched the last episode, and I was like, yo, I don't know what's going on, but this is one of the most hilarious things I've ever seen. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I mean, we won't spoil it. But if, no. if, again, if you realize that the show is a satire, you will probably enjoy it more. As someone who didn't know that it was supposed to be satirical, I thought this shit was for real. And I was like, this is some weird ass writing. What do you mean by <laughs> satirical, though, in this sense? I'm not. Well, OK, for example, in the last episode at the end, when she's standing outside in the rain and starts spinning. Uh, okay, 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 okay. Like, that's I get, I get what you're saying. Television. Okay, okay. You, you don't stand that's outside what was throwing in the you rain. Off. Okay, now I get what you're saying. Yeah. Spinning in the rain, looking up like, oh, it's like, calm it's, down, Little Mermaid. That's yes, why geez. I thought she was in an insane asylum, though. Yes. It's yeah, because of yeah. that, that it added to, Stuff like, like that, I think yeah. it's the, the type of filming that they did to make you think, like, there could have been many options, not just, like, necessarily what you yeah. saw in front of you. That's mm. right. So I think that's why they did it that way. But, like, overall, I was like, this was like, like, I watched it in a day. I've not binged watched an ep eight episode anything. Oh, wow. You watched it all straight. I watched it all Respect. straight. My okay. girlfriend Crazy. started watching it. It was more like in the background. Yeah. I eventually got led to the couch. Then I was like, yeah, <laughs> that ended that episode like no 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 like what, what like yeah no, that doesn't week. make any sense and yeah, that's yeah, the thing yeah. the hooks between episodes you're like all right like yeah do we yeah. have the time and then at one point i'm like yeah we're halfway through i'm not yeah leaving. I'm, <laughs> like, like, <laughs> I'm not leaving it's only I eight like, episodes I'm not i like leaving. a good binge race you know me again i watch tv sped up and binge oh racing content God. is hilarious to me <laughs> uh 
I know we, we got to go into geek news and rumors real quick, but I'll give you guys a list of the stuff that I've been watching recently because I have it in front of me. The Legend of Vox Machina, which is uh, Critical Role's uh, animated version of their story, is available on Prime right now. Oh, that's what that is. Okay. Yeah. The Woman in the House Across the Street from the Green <laughs> Window, I think is the title. That's the name uh, of it. That's also started. on Netflix. You guys can check that out. In From the Cold is this kind of spy noir type story where um, a girl gets reactivated after she's been retired for a couple years because some her, her her like something's coming back from her past to mess with her action movie a- action series type thing. It's on Netflix. Uh, it looks super interesting. If people are looking for something, I mentioned the after party. Mm-hmm. Um, Astrid and Lily saved the world. This is supposed to be some sort of sci-fi <laughs> channel version of a Buffy type show. Mm-hmm. I didn't love it, so I- I'm not going to recommend it. But if you did like Buffy, you might want to maybe give it a try because you might find it interesting. Uh, and then I think that's everything I've been watching recently. Oh, uh, the new uh, Resident Evil. Uh, no, Resident Alien Season 2 started on Sci-Fi. Uh, the Pamela Anderson and Tommy Lee, Pam and Tommy series. Mm-hmm. Is now How is that? Hulu. I didn't watch it. Oh, I just know, I'm just naming stuff that I know people are have been talking about in the industry a lot. Mm, right. Snowpiercer is back. And then last but not least, if you guys are fans of superhero stuff, um, well, uh, sorry, I'll say Euphoria, second to last. Mm. Oh. And if, if, if you guys are fans of superhero stuff, people have been talking about Raising Dion. Uh, the original uh, short was made. It got picked up by Michael B. Jordan's production company, got turned into a series on Netflix. The second season is out. Mm. Um, you know, if you're looking for something superhero related that is not different, DC yeah, or, you know, more exactly. indie, yeah, indie yeah. Kind of yeah. Netflix put some money behind this one because Lord knows that when it came to that other show, what was the superhero show that I shot on so bad, Dave? The one where I kept saying, <laughs> The, the, Brian, that's uh, a very vague term. <laughs> <laughs> what Lois and Lois Lo, Lois Lois Clark? That's no, no. Anything CW related? <laughs> um, um, <laughs> oh boy! Oh, I can't remember now. I'll just say one show that I watched, which oh, is yeah. Inside Job. Ooh. On, on Netflix. Actually, really good. Oh, yes. Netflix Bobby one. Lee. Bobby Lee does the voice of the doctor on that. Yeah. Yeah. Really good cast. Yeah. Very yeah, good yeah. show. It's very funny. Yes, uh, it is. Talking about the deep state and any yes. of your uh, conspiracy theories actually happen. And this is the company that runs it. Yes. Uh, Cognito Inc. If you take the <laughs> ink and you put it in the front, Incognito. Yeah. It's, oh, my gosh. <laughs> like Dr. Akila. Christian Slater plays the dad. The dad, got, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. This Very is this is show. a live action or an animated? No, it's animated. 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 Oh. So they could do all the crazy stuff. Oh, Ron Funches plays the Mothman. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's good, man. It's a good show. It really is, and it's funny because I I I follow Tiger Belly, Bobby Lee's podcast, mm-hmm. and he talked about this so long ago, right, and then. It, he was just like, yeah, I did this project for Netflix. I don't know when it's coming out. And then it finally comes out. Mm-hmm. It's it's just so funny when you hear them talk about the production side. And then on the back end, they're just, you're just yeah, waiting. They, they do all their alliance and stuff. Um, what's her name? Um, not Tisha Arnold. Um, the woman that played Gina and Martin. I think you're right. Isn't it Tisha? Is it Tisha? I thought Tisha Arnold was Pam. Oh, yes. You're, yes. Uh, t- t- oh. oh, okay. Anywho, she's in it too. 
Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She plays I'm sorry. <laughs> Gina's in it too from Martin. I'm so bad. Gina. Hey, man. She's forever going to be Gina to us. It's it's not an insult. But she's bigger than that. Like, she's done a lot of stuff. Sure. She's bigger than that. <laughs> she is. And you're right. But at the end of the day, I'll put some respect us, on her name. And we are. You, you you tell someone they're Gina to you. Do you know how important that means they are? Tell me Gina was not the most important thing in Martin's life. Yes. yes he, didn't, he didn't Tisha, treat her like it. Tisha Campbell. Give her her there flowers. Tisha, Tisha Campbell. But all this to say, though, ain't nothing wrong with being called a Gina. That's <laughs> respect on your name. Because being mm -hmm. called a Gina means you're important to somebody. Um, yeah, guys. That's uh, pretty much it. The geek news and rumors. I don't even have... Uh, I had like two things written down. They're not even worth mentioning. Um, you know, because it's... I'm going to uh, read this quick? It's uh, Who can't... <laughs> fuck fuck yeah. one of them and Titan, one of them. Wait, 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 wait. Titan season four set some villains and Halle Berry wait, 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 have wait, her wait, own can, spin -off. can we can we mention how wait so brother look, okay I, I kind of want to go on a okay we're going on a I, I don't even the Titans thing. We're going we're talking to Titans next week. We okay. don't even have to. It's a crappy show. It's more of the same. <laughs> no, but like do you uh, see who this is? Brother yeah. Blood, Mother Man, Jinx? I'm I'm what still waiting these? for what all the these? other shows that are related to John Wick to come out. They haven't. Been... I know the Continental. <laughs> Give the me con the Continental before Halle starts talking about her own spinoff. The, the Continental. I think there's supposed to be something. But, you about know, the, Halle the... would talk about her own spinoff. True. She, her <laughs> stock is high right now. She deserves to be able yeah. to brag about whatever's coming. Yeah. After you do Bruised, and everyone's just like, "Shit, girl, you can direct movies like this. Why haven't you been directing all along?" It's like, okay, fine. Well, you've been crapping on me this whole time. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> it's only when I did John Wick. I couldn't be like, an actor. Oh, yeah, you're supposed to be Jinx in the spinoff for for James Bond. We forgot. You could yeah. totally do. We completely forgot. You could totally do this. Forgot. So funny. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> that would have been the first time they actually spun off something proper too. Hmm. Anyways, guys, always a pleasure. Thank you so much. Uh, we were supposed to have Akeem come through. Unfortunately, he couldn't, but he sends his regards. Uh, the the rest of the crew will be back next week. Uh, you know, it's the usual. Uh, and I feel like throwing back to my old one. Uh, be safe. Don't drink and drive. Always wear your Jimmy Caps because safe sex is good sex, uh, especially to you, Nick Cannon, because you out here having babies like there's no <laughs> Eighth. Eighth. Yeah, this man's trying to repopulate the earth. We already got billions on it. Congratulations <laughs> to Riri and Aesop Rocky. Yes, big Congratulations. Facts. Congratulations. Oh. That was some positivity in the world. Ugh. Yes. I'm a little bit jealous about their, their photo shoot. That's some really good. It's a really, really good photo. You, how you going you, how you can have your bare belly in the wintertime? Thank you. Yeah, Yo, with, with, with jewelry on it. Yeah. I'm jealous. We, we I'm mad even, jealous. Even, that was some good that, stuff. that was my first thought. I was just like, Riri, <laughs> respect, but as a West Indian, I'll wait. Like, you know what I mean? Like, how are you? <laughs> and you were gonna do it. I was gonna do it, but I'm not gonna do it. How are you in the streets of New York in winter with your belly out? But respect to you. You did what you did. You look beautiful. You Magic were because it looked really good. It looked really cool. looked so happy. Like this man looked the happiest you've ever seen. And to all the people who are making fun of Drake, y'all are hilarious. I have never seen so many jokes. Keep it up. Oh my god. <laughs> He's gotta learn. He's gotta learn. Gotta he learn. goofed. He, he goofed hard. Yo, so funny. Uh, guys, that's the whole show. We had a blast. Uh, make sure you tune in next week, as we always do, 6.30. Geektastic Cypher here on Free X Agents Media, available on all your favorite platforms, wherever you listen, wherever you enjoy your podcast. We are out, y'all. Peace, peace, peace. Peace, peace take peace. care. Peace. <laughs>